Hey friends and family, welcome back. I'm going to do two more small uh, unofficial episodes um, before I get back to like the official episodes talking about like the Catholic teaching and uh, which will continue with going on the authority of the church. Um, but these next two, this first one here, I'm going to give just a small uh, update of just like what just glory stories of what Jesus is doing. And, um, and then I'm going to share a speech that Napoli and my fiance and I were able to give to a group of high schoolers on a retreat about trusting in God. And I unfortunately (laughs) took my recorder in there and never hit record. So I'm going to have to just kind of recap it. Unfortunately, it's not going to be the same, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a great time and a blessing to be able to minister to high schoolers together. So such a blessing, but so let's hop into some glory stories of Jesus. All right. So first, um, I want to share some stories about Mary that have just like been popping up like crazy. Uh, when, uh, back in January at the encounter ministries conference in Toledo, Ohio, and there, we, I, shared uh, quite a few stories from that and just how many healings that took place and how many awesome things that happened. Um, and I shared, uh, how like during the Eucharistic procession, like people were just getting, um, baptized in the Holy Spirit and just the weight of God's glory was in that whole room and a baby like going crazy when he saw, when the baby saw Jesus, uh, you know, uh, passing by. And then people smelled roses and then people saw, you know, Mary overshadowing us. And she said that she loves the way we're worshiping her son, Jesus. And, uh, but also from that weekend, uh, me and uh, my Protestant pastor buddy, Pastor Felix, um, we were praying with a family for actually, uh, uh, they're like family friends who weren't at the conference. So we were just like praying, uh, you know, having them stand in proxy for this healing um, that was hopefully going to take place um, for one of their family friends that was at, in a hospital. And that this family, when we were done praying, they really wanted to, they have a devotion to Mary. They really wanted to pray a Hail Mary. And so we prayed it. And Pastor Felix, he's so humble. He's just incredible. And he doesn't know it by heart, but um, we started praying and he knows it, you know, well enough. If somebody else starts saying it, he can, he can kind of go along with it. And as we were praying it, he said that his, his mouth started burning because, and he, it was, he said it was like, good. It was because he felt like God was telling him it's okay to honor the saints. <laughs> so that was just awesome. Uh, some other cool, uh, things, uh, um, and, uh, the West side of the greater Detroit area, there's a woman who has a statue of Mary and, Years ago, that statue welled up, had tears coming down uh, out of the corner of Mary's eye, and it just started forming, like, uh, started creating all this oil. And so um, there's oil coming from the statue, and nobody can explain it. And I've heard also that there's people that's been taken, they've taken their statues or pictures of either Jesus or Mary, and they'll put it there. And all of a sudden, a tear will literally well up in the corner of either Jesus or Mary's eye, and that same oil will start um, will start running down uh, their face. So that was just that's just awesome. And then another story: a woman had a fake wreath that was just like dull in color. I don't know if it was only green or just dull, but she had a wreath that was on a table, and then she put a statue of the Blessed Mother right in the middle of it. And I don't know if it happened immediately or not, but um, that wreath basically came alive. Like it changed colors and it was super bright and vibrant. That's another awesome story. And then uh, there's a uh, man who is a convert from Judaism. He grew up a devout, uh, devout Jew and 
while he was Jewish, before he even read any of the New Testament, he had all of these thoughts about Christians and specifically Catholicism. Um, but uh, as he was, when he was Jewish, he had an encounter with this woman in his dreams. And she was so beautiful. He knew that this was like a very, very special person of God that was sent by God. And so in his dreams, he said that he had no, like he felt so bad because he wanted to just like drop to his knees and figure out how to honor this woman, but he didn't know how to. And then he knew that it was Mary and he felt bad that he didn't know the Hail Mary. So he started having a conversation with her. And a few of those points of the conversation, he asked, what's your favorite title to go by? And she said, my favorite title is to be called the handmaid of the father, the mother of the son, and and the, the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And then he asked her, what's your favorite prayer? And, you know, she said, well, I love all prayers that that come to me. But specifically, she said, uh, then he like pressed in for more. And she said, my favorite prayer is, oh, Mary conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. And that is the prayer on the miraculous medal uh, that I love handing out. And I've seen miracles, ha- I've seen a miracle happen through it. And I know that's why it's called the miraculous medals because so many miracles have happened through this. And this is based on, I think I shared this before, but it's based on, uh, uh, Mary appearing to St. Uh, Catherine Labore in Paris in 1830. And I went to that church last summer and her body there is un- incorruptible, uh, St. Catherine Labore's. And um, she looks completely healthy. She looks young. And they said like, even if you like were to cut her skin, she would start bleeding. So her body is incorruptible. But Mary appeared to her and and she said, anybody that wears a medal in the, in the image that was, you know, uh, I guess, made manifest to her that miracles and faith in Jesus would happen through this. And uh, so miracles have been happening ever since. So um, this Jewish man, his name is Roy Schumann. You can look him up. He's Catholic now. And uh, but and this was before he knew the Miraculous Medal, knew of any uh, anything about Mary or Jesus or any of the New Testament or anything. And he had an encounter with Our Lady. And of course, as always, Our Lady points everybody to her son. And now he's Catholic and in love with Jesus. And it's just awesome. So a few quick uh, praise reports of like healing that Jesus has done. I had an opportunity to go to a Heart of Worship event at U of M Dearborn for college students. And uh, during that, uh, I got to do some prayer ministry. And we all got some like words of knowledge. And there was some pain relief like in the neck. There was some pain relief of, um, you know, of and just awesome words spoken over people and just a lot of encouragement and consolation that God sees them. He, he want, he's, he's there with them. They're not alone. He's, uh, proud of them providing encouragement and just like really intimate words too about their family and stuff. It was just awesome. But one in particular, there's a senior in high school. He's in, uh, lives in downtown Detroit and he's a awesome athlete. He's going to play basketball at division two school in Michigan and uh, got a word of knowledge about knees and he has really bad knee pain. Like he said, it's, it hurts to kneel. And uh, so when we let him through a prayer of forgiveness, um, his pain went down like from a seven to a three. And then we prayed more and he could crawl on his knees. Well, I just heard yesterday that uh, he went to the doctors and the doctors, uh, I don't know if it was an x-ray or whatever, but they said, we can tell that there was swelling in your knee and now there's no swelling in your knee. It was completely gone. So praise the Lord on that. That's awesome. And then uh, after uh, Friday evening, Stations of the Cross at St. Mary's, 
got met a woman and uh, got some like words of knowledge about her and her her just her love for scripture. She wasn't Catholic, but um, she was trying to find a church and hopefully she'll become become a Catholic. But um, got some words of knowledge about her and just the encouragement that uh, the Lord wanted to provide her. And uh, and she got a word of knowledge about her back and her hip and her back pain and hip pain were, I don't, I don't know if they were completely gone, but it, it certainly seemed like it after uh, a few a few times of prayer. So that was awesome. And then um, we had a, uh, Father Patrick Gagno. He had a healing service at Our Lady of Hope in uh, St. Clair Shores. And just some cool, glorious stories from that. There's way more that happened that we will see the fruits of either later on or we might not ever hear about it. But uh, um, we saw, uh, so actually like two weeks before we even had the healing service, we went there and the woman that let us in, uh, she's part of the church there and she's just awesome. Her and her her whole family, what they do for the church is incredible. But Got some awesome words of knowledge, just prophesying over her, and uh, words of knowledge about her family, some encouragement, and all those things. And um, and then uh, Father Patrick got a word about her back, and we didn't realize—I didn't realize how bad it was, but like she was sleeping in chairs that she couldn't, um, she couldn't go lay down, so she was sleeping upright in chairs because it hurt so bad. And her back was completely healed. She said that she went home like dancing and everything. It was awesome. She gave testimony at the healing service. And then, uh, so now fast forward to the actual healing service. Um, just some cool things that happened. Somebody with face pain, the their face pain was gone. Um, a man who had no feeling in his feet could feel his feet for the first time in a long time. A woman who had uh, MS, she got, she was jumping up and down and dancing. Um, somebody with neck pain had was completely gone. Saw two legs grow out with uh, back pain completely completely relieved. One was an older woman who said, I feel so much taller now, and it was awesome. And then another woman who's, uh, you know, a young woman, and her leg grew out, and she could bend all the way over, and she could lean over to, I believe, her right side for the first time in a year and a half with no pain. It was awesome. And then uh, there was a woman there also who had cysts in her feet and she couldn't curl her toes and she would wake up like excruciating pain in the morning. That's always like the worst time of pain in the morning. And she was supposed to get these cysts surgically removed. And uh, when people started praying for her, she said, uh, she said she felt a bunch of heat and then a bunch of like prickling in her feet. And she believed she believed at that time that her cysts were gone and she could curl her feet for the first time. And then I we followed up with her later and she said that her feet were feeling great. Um, the ringing in her ears left that night too. It did come back a little bit, but she said that she believes that there was improvement. So praise the Lord. It was awesome. Um, and then uh, another young man, he's 24 years old, has a, a rare... Uh, autoimmune disease that the doctors can't identify like what it actually actually is and a bunch of people at the, towards the end of the night were praying over him and uh he said that he felt like a bunch of heat and everything and then he described it like his chest felt like there was just a snake like constricting around his chest and that was the first time since he was a little kid that he felt like it was completely released and he felt so uh so much better and so much freer he felt the freedom of that and since the first time since he was a little child it was absolutely awesome and then uh I, there was just awesome inner and spiritual healing through words of knowledge and uh and that's what the lord always wants to do that's the, always the most beautiful thing is to watch a heart and the inner healing take place that the Lord enters into a memory, enters into a situation that happened, enters into um, something that happened in their past, or just breaks off darkness, depression, fear, um, sadness, you know, 
and it was just awesome. And uh, the healing service that took place in January at a different church, St. Isidore, this is what it's all about. Like one woman come, came there. She did not receive any physical healing, but she fell in love with Jesus again. And now she's going back to her Presbyterian church and she's felt like she's like on fire for Jesus now. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Um, and then uh, some other cool things that happened since then. I got to pray, got a word of knowledge about a woman at Culver's as I was going through the drive-thru about migraines, got to pray with her. Um, a woman at Mass just this past Sunday, got a word of knowledge about her knee and back and her and some words for her children. But uh, yeah, her knee was hurting really bad. She said she has really bad arthritis and we started praying and she started tearing up and she said that she felt like she was healed and she didn't need her cane. She was kneeling, uh, you know, kneeling and standing much better at Mass, during the Mass, the rest of the Mass. It happened like right after the homily. It was awesome. And then uh, another glory story, I can't share the specifics because I, I, I want him to testify to it. Hopefully, I'm going to be praying for that, that there is courage and boldness for this. But there is a college uh, football player, quarterback, that plays um, Division One, and he went to prayer ministry, I believe, a week ago, and somebody got a word of knowledge about sharp shoulder pain, and uh, as soon as they called it out, I guess, like his shoulder was completely healed. So praise the Lord. It was awesome. And this is, yeah, it's just awesome. I, I, I just want to press in on like what the Lord's doing. And, um, and you never know, maybe we start ministering to athletes and uh, big name people. That would be awesome. So just so that people can start testifying to Jesus in the public sphere, you know, just like Jesus healed me. And uh, so it was just awesome. And um, I actually just got back from the grocery store too and saw a pretty bad car accident and um, got to, you know, at least minister for a second to this woman who was pretty shaken up, you know, and she forgave the guy in the name of Jesus and um, she had chest pain and then the firefighters came. So I don't know what happened after that, but, um, you know, and just like a word of encouragement for everybody out there. There was uh, like three weeks ago, I was just like trying so hard to get prophetic words for people. And I felt like I was like paralyzed myself. I couldn't even like, dia I wasn't even like dialoguing with people. I didn't feel like, and the Lord just like broke off, like right in the middle of a grocery store where I was trying to get like words of knowledge and like nothing was flowing. Immediately he was like, love just dialogue with people. And then I got a, like somebody uh, said one time at an encounter school that if the the Lord isn't, it was actually Dr. Mary Healy. If the Lord's not providing you words of knowledge, the, then the Lord probably just wants you to talk to this person. So there's just so much freedom. Like it's not on, it's not like, it's not on me to do that. I can't do that on my own. So what does Jesus want us to do? He wants us to participate in his divine life, which what is never ending? God is love. He wants us to love people. So just loving people, that's where all these deeds, these mighty works, these deeds that we want to see happen and we're begging the Lord for more, but that's what he wants us to do is just love people. And that was just like so freeing. It was awesome. So if there's anybody else out there that's just been pressing in for more of the supernatural and everything, just, just love people. And that's when even... Uh, you know, a year and a half ago before I even started praying uh, with people or getting all charismatic. <laughs> um, I just like the Lord just taught me how to love people. And that's, I think, where it has to flow from. And I think uh, I, Father Patrick said this to me before, but I think it was from Bill Johnson, but he says, love plus compassion, love and compassion plus faith equals all those things, you know, like 
that's going to be working in the Lord. So, and it's going to be a vessel that the Lord can use and work through. So, hallelujah. Praise God. I'm praying for more for all you guys and just praying that you guys have an awesome Holy Week. And uh, I hope that these stories provide you hope and uh, and just uh, just deepens your faith in Jesus and the reality of his resurrection. And especially after what has happened with uh, Notre Dame yesterday and uh, was there last summer. And it's just, it's, it's just devastating and it's so sad. But um, Notre Dame means Our Lady and in France. And there's just obviously attack on, on the church and everything. And it always, always will be. But just like what was standing at the end was the high altar, the cross, and a statue of Our Lady holding the body of Jesus. Because nothing can tear it down. And I know it's just a building. Um, but uh, it's very symbolic of just like our faith. Like nothing, nothing can take the resurrection of Jesus away. And no matter what, if uh, we stand right there at the foot of the cross with Mary and uh, um, we believe and we know that Jesus's resurrection is, wants to be actualized in all of our lives in every situation. And it's always going to be there for us. And it's um, there from the, from the foundations of the earth that's eternally present. And uh, he just wants us to participate in it. So I'm praying that you have an awesome holy week and dive deeper in intimacy with the Lord Jesus. Notre Dame, pray for us.